Welcome to the Pizza Bros Podcast. Today is episode two, the hat promotion. It's a slow Thursday afternoon at Pizza Bros Chesterwood. Stephen Riley, the night manager, watch the store's dingy old TV and wait for orders to roll in. They watch reruns of Riley's favorite show, Outlaw Liquor Runners. On the TV, Trailer Tom shows the camera crew how to make Virginia white whiskey. Now you see here, boys, this here is called the worm. That's where the distilled mash comes out as sweet, strong corn liquor, Tom states in his thick backwoods accent. Tom's sidekick chuckles, who is already visibly intoxicated, takes a swig from the jar. Mmm, that there's some good corn liquor, slurs chuckles in the same accent. The show cuts to commercial. The founder and celebrity spokesperson Blake McManus appear on screen to pitch the latest Pizza Bros promotion. Howdy, y'all. I'm the founder, and I'm here with my best friend, brother-in-law, and 10-time bull riding champion, Blake McManus, says the founder. If you order any large pizza between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. tonight, you can get a free Pizza Bros Rodeo Team hat. Just like the one I wear when I'm riding them bulls, says Blake with a smile. Footage of Blake McManus riding an irritated bull flashes on the screen, then cuts back to the founder. That's right, Blake. Oh, look, it's five o'clock now, says the founder as he points at a clock on the wall. Back in the store, Riley looks at Steve with confusion. But we don't have any hats. Riley protested his raspy stoner voice. The store clock chimes 5 p.m. and suddenly the phones ring off the hook. Riley's long ponytail whacks Steve in the face as he spins on his heels to answer the phone. May I have one large pepperoni pizza and one hat for delivery? Asked the customer over the phone. We don't have any hats. No one told me anything about this. Exclaims Riley as he slams down the phone in frustration. Riley answers the next phone call and repeats the same conversation. May I have one large sausage pizza and a hat for delivery? Asks the customer. We don't have any! Yells Riley as he again hangs up the phone. That's it! No one answer the phone until we get some hats in the store! Announces a frustrated Riley to the entire crew. Why didn't anyone tell me about this? Should I call Ed? Riley says aloud as he panics. Suddenly, the front door flies open and a gigantic wooden crate is rolled in by D'Angelo, the regular Postal Service United delivery driver. Sorry I'm late, apologizes D'Angelo, but there are all these bicycles. They're everywhere around here and they really slowed me down. Bicycles? asks Steve. Yeah, bicycles, insists D'Angelo as he drops the crate with a thud. You gotta be careful out there, Steve. It's like they were jumping in front of me on purpose. I almost hit one. I'll remember that, says Steve as he waves goodbye to D'Angelo. Quick, open that case, interjects Riley. Steve pries open the wooden shipping crate with the pizza paddle. It's full of hats, Steve reports with excitement. Attention everyone, we can take orders again, announces Riley. More orders in there equipped to handle roll in. Looks like the founder's instinct for a free hat giveaway was correct. It's finally Steve's turn to take another delivery. He grabs his order and heads to his car. The parking lot at Pizza Bros is unlike any parking lot you've ever seen in your life. Instead of having a natural traffic flow of the cars coming in and out, there's complete pandemonium. At the exit, three other streets with three other strip malls come head to head at a single, poorly labeled four-way stop. 
This causes traffic to back up into all three parking lots and back onto the very busy main road. Leaving this place is taking your life into your own hands. Lucky for Steve, he's a professional and has the skills to get in and out of this terrible parking lot. At least, that's what he thinks. Steve puts his delivery in the passenger seat with the hat on top. He starts his car, puts it in reverse, and backs out. Suddenly, a car's horn blares and Steve pulls back into the spot. After he does, three cars fly past his back bumper. Steve looks and can't see any more cars, so he backs his car up again, only for another car to blare their horn and stop him. Sorry, says Steve as he raises his hand in apology. After another moment or two of watching cars come and go, Steve sees his chance to get out and goes for it. As he's backing out, a bicycle cuts him off. Steve hits his brakes as the rider yells obscene words that we can't write. (laughs) You know, this is a family-friendly book after all. Steve finally escapes from the nightmare parking lot and makes good time towards his delivery. First on the main road, then to the secondary road, and all the way to the entrance of the neighborhood to where he is delivering. Ahead of Steve is a bicyclist on the street wearing a blue and yellow uniform. Steve slows down and gives him plenty of space as he passes him. Steve is a kind and courteous driver, after all. As Steve passes the first one, he sees a second one. And a third one. Suddenly, Steve is surrounded by bicyclists wearing blue and yellow matching uniforms. What the heck is going on? Steve asks aloud. The bicyclists sneer and leer at Steve, making rude gestures. I gotta get out of here, he says aloud. Steve sees his opportunity. He ducks down a side road and escapes from the pack of crazed cyclists. He arrives at his delivery, shaken up but otherwise okay. Steve grabs the hat and pizza and heads for the door. This is Steve's favorite part, meeting a customer and seeing their smiling face as he hands them their pizza. He arrives at the customer's front door and knocks loudly a skill that all delivery drivers know how to do. He waits patiently for the customer to answer the door. The customer arrives promptly and Steve greets them with his biggest smile. He hands them the pizza and the hat. They thank him and smile back, a perfect handoff. Steve made $5 on this order and is ready to go make some more delivery runs. As he walks back to his car, Steve plots the fastest route back to the store. With his head still in the clouds, he is suddenly knocked to the ground by a cyclist. Steve looks up, but can only barely make out the blue and yellow uniform as the cyclist speeds away down the road. What a jerk, says Steve. These must be the guys that D'Angelo was talking about. Steve picks himself up and gets in his car. As Steve arrives back at the store, he elects to park in the back alley and use the hidden cut through to avoid the parking lot chaos in the front of the store. As Steve exits his car, his nose is hit by the smell of the dumpster and burned out cigarette butts. He opens the back door and walks into the room where all the employees hang out when there is nothing to do. Steve looks around and sees Bill, Travis, and Nave, three other delivery drivers that work nights at Pizza Bros. They have an upcoming rap concert for their hip-hop trio, the Pizzy Boys, and practice during their free time at work. Sounding good, says Steve. Thanks says Bill in his polite and reserved manner. Steve walks through the room and heads towards the front of the store to grab another delivery. But when he gets there, he sees that the delivery screen is empty. What's going on? Where are all the deliveries? Steve asks Riley. You took too long, 
They all went out already, replies Riley. It's a good thing, too, because we're all out of hats, says Riley with relief in his voice. Steve looks up at the clock above the driver's table and sees that it's 6.59 p.m. Wow, did it really take me that long? Steve thinks to himself. One minute to go and we're free and clear, Steve tells Riley. Yep, and since it's Thursday night, we're probably done with the rush. I could cash you out and you can go home, Riley says. Suddenly, the phone rings. Hank, an insider that only makes pizza and answers phones, answers the phone. Yep, one free hat with any large pizza. Good thing you called when you did. You only had one minute left to get it, Hank says with great pride in his voice. Riley hears Hank and tries to repeatedly signal to him that they have no hats. Hank looks at Riley's gesturing, doesn't get it, and just happily waves back at Riley. What an idiot, Riley says to Steve. Hank hangs up the phone and heads over to make the pizza. Riley turns to Steve. Do you mind taking one more order tonight? What about the guys in the back? Steve asks. Who, the pizza boys? I cut them 20 minutes ago, and for some reason, they won't just go home. Riley exclaims in frustration. Sure, I'll take one more. I can use some extra cash, says Steve. Steve waits for the pizza to be ready, loads it up in an insulated pizza bag, and reads the delivery notes. Extra garlic butter cup, extra Parmesan packets, extra red pepper flakes, ranch dressing, hot sauce, and napkins, Steve reads aloud. Man, these people want a lot of extra stuff. Steve collects the extra items and puts them in the bag with the pizza. Suddenly, he remembers that his customer is supposed to get a hat. What do you want me to do about the hat? Steve asks Riley. Riley shrugs and responds. Tell him, sorry, we're all out. Steve heads out the back door and leaves by way of the hidden back alley. As he arrives at the main road, he hits a red light. The red light changes to green and he pushes on his accelerator to go. Suddenly, a bicyclist in a blue and yellow uniform cuts across traffic. Steve pushes hard on his brakes to keep from hitting the cyclist and the pizza flies towards the dashboard. Steve intercepts the flying pizza and prevents it from splattering all over his front window. What a relief! Steve looks up and sees a name on the back of the cyclist's uniform. Cycle Pizza. Great, Steve says with a sigh. They're going to be in the way all the time now. Steve continues to his delivery. He parks in front of the house and walks towards the front door. He knocks on the door and patiently waits for the customer to answer. Steve waits and waits and waits, but there's no answer. So Steve knocks again, but more loudly this time. After a few more painful moments of waiting, a woman finally answers the door. What? took you so long. She demands as she snatches the pizza box from Steve. Sorry, I got here as fast as I could. Also, here's all your extra sauces. Steve says as he hands her the bag of extras she requested. The woman looks in the bag, frowns, and looks back at Steve. Where's my hat? She asks harshly. I'm sorry, we ran out of hats, Steve says. I'm supposed to get a free Hat, she insists. There isn't anything I can do. We ran out of promotional hats. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Steve apologizes. The woman looks at the top of Steve's head. Give me yours. I'm I'm sorry. What? Asks Steve in shock. Your hat. I want it. You owe me one. So give me. The woman demands. Steve thinks for a moment and realizes that it could be a good opportunity to get a better tip. He pulls the hat off of his head and hands it to her. Here you go. 
he says with a smile on his face. The woman takes the hat, puts it on top of the pizza box, and walks back into her house. She slams the front door with such force that it rattles the windows on the second floor. Boom! Suddenly, all the happiness drains from Steve's face when he remembers something that Dennis taught him. Customers that demand the most tip the least. And so, Steve walks away from the delivery, down one hat, and stiffed on a tip. The end. And that's it for this episode of the Pizza Rose Podcast. We thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe the Pizza Rose Podcast. Send it to all your friends, because remember, if you don't listen, we'd have zero audience.